Hi there, and welcome to Dr. Tammy Talks. I'm your host, Dr. Tammy Berry. I'm a stress resilience expert and life coach on a mission to help you transform stress, anxiety, and burnout into a powerful force for renewed energy, calm confidence, and joyful success in your life. Listen on to find out how. Hello there, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Dr. Tammy Talks. I'm your host, Dr. Tammy. And today we're talking about something that I haven't really spoken much about, which explains why I need to talk about it now. (laughs) Self-care, myths and truths about this important little thing. Self-care. So it's so interesting because when I was first hearing about self-care, I was still practicing as a surgeon and I would kind of give a little eye roll, like "Mm, that's for those people, I guess, that need it. (laughs) All the while burning out like a champ, And not realizing that the self-care that I was rolling my eyes at was the medicine I truly needed. So I am a little tongue-in-cheek knowing that probably if you're listening to this, you're further along on the spectrum of understanding the incredible importance of self-care to your ability to live a truly healthy, happy, and joyfully successful life right? Like when I was in the early stages of exploring, not even exploring self-care, but kind of like it gaining a tiny bit of momentum as a buzzword back in like 2012, I had these preconceived notions that self-care was like yoga and meditation. And those were all great. Like those were wonderful things. Those were things I wish I had time for. I was like, that is really great for those people. That is like not in my schedule. There are not hours for that, or there were not hours I was going to allocate for that because when I was not working, I was very busy checking out. I did not have time to be doing downward dog. No, mm -mm, that was not in the agenda. And so I thought that like minimum self-care, and this is where the myth of self-care I think is so pervasive because even initially when I talk with with clients or even friends about their self-care practices, it is not uncommon for me to hear from other people that their self-care routine is kind of like, oh, hey, like I get my hair cut and highlighted and I get my nails done and I go to the gym. I have a trainer and those can all be self-care activities if they're done with a certain intention of caring for yourself. All too often, it falls into the myth of self-care category when it's actually aesthetics, right? If our pursuit of a self-care activity is that we look good because we do it, it doesn't actually qualify as a genuine self-care activity. I know, earth-shattering, right? Like, what, Dr. Tammy? Are you telling me that my whole self-care routine is a myth? Maybe, or maybe not. 
So how do you know the truth? How do you know if your self-care practice rituals or routines are actually truly self-care? And this comes down to the intention beneath it. Are you caring for yourself? Now, when my daughter, Maya, was first born, my self-care, like, I knew I needed to double down on that because I knew the kind of mother I wanted to be. And I knew the only way I was going to be able to be present, to have a coherent nervous system, to be fully available and to love and like truly bask in that sacred first year with her. If I was going to reap the benefits and show up with the best of me, I was going to have to double down on my self-care. And that would even show up in just washing my face every day, right? Because let's be honest, when you have a newborn, it's not like you're showering every day. It's not happening. Even with the best of intentions. <laughs> I know sometimes I would like talk to my husband. I'd be like, okay, it's been like three days. If I don't get in that shower soon, I'm going to like peel the skin layers off of me. So something as simple as washing your face can be a self-care routine. If you are the recipient of your care when you do it, you don't have to do anything out of the ordinary or extraordinary to benefit from self-care. And I think any time that we are taking a moment to honor, respect, tend with kindness and care and friendship for ourselves, that we are truly practicing self-care. And it is actually in that receiving of our own kindness, us being the recipient that allows our cup to be full that we can give. It is actually true, right? There's like this law of reciprocity. The more I'm willing to receive, the more I'm able to give. I actually have a guided coherence building track that I provide my clients that's all about giving and receiving. Because having an open relationship to this receiving of support, receiving nourishment, receiving help, receiving abundance, receiving prosperity, receiving health, receiving joy, receiving success. When we can open our receptive field, and this is a skill, my friends, there is a set point, just like there's a set point on the thermostat in your home. Everything in your house is doing everything it needs to do to maintain that temperature right? The same thing is happening with us on many levels, many systems within this ecosystem that is us, right? So that's happening with your blood pressure, right? There's baroreceptors and there's all kinds of things taking place to make sure that your blood pressure stays within a set dynamic, right? The same thing is happening actually on a biochemical level in the body, and so when we're experiencing stress for prolonged periods of time, on a physiological level, we become actually addicted to the cortisol and the epinephrine and these stress-related hormones and proteins that are prevalent in that sort of stress-based soup. And when we start nervous system training and we start training ourselves to limit unnecessary stress, 
50% of it is totally 100% unnecessary, right? So we want to start eliminating that. And we want to start tapping into the stress that's really here for us to be working with. Because stress is always an invitation to evolve and grow when it's the proper stress, right? So we want to be really intentional with understanding what stress is ours and what isn't. And so in that process of, you know, staying in our own lane, you can go back to the episode on know your own lane that really like will help clean up like 50% of your stress right now. You will recognize in that practice afterwards that, that your set point for the cortisol and the epinephrine that the body is used to seeing unconsciously compels you, propels you into engaging in the activities that would have caused you stress, right? You go to pick up the phone to text that person that, you know, you can pick that fight up right where you left it, right? Or we reach for other stressful things or numbing things, And it's so important to be aware, to have care for ourselves. I really think it's through self-care that we become incredibly adept and discerning at being able to recognize when we are falling back into those patterns that are simply set points. So there's this biochemical set point in the body that we can shift, we can move. And I would argue that we have to move because if we're living by the biochemicals of stress, then we are not regenerating. We are not replenishing. We are not restoring. And quite frankly, we are losing our greatest capacity as the creator of our own experience. And if you want that experience to be as healthy, happy, joyfully successful as possible, then self-care is where you're going to have to double down like big time. I think one of the greatest self-care gifts you could give yourself is to join the SMART program. Everything that I teach, which is partnering with yourself, partnering with your nervous system, partnering with your brain, partnering with the spirit of your life is like the most radical act of self-care that you could possibly engage in. So it's really interesting to me that it's taken me this long to actually talk about self-care on this podcast. I actually had an intervention today by a very dear friend of mine who saw me struggling. I was having some serious like psychosomatic stuff going on. And this angel came to my home today and worked on me, worked on my craniofascial release all the way down through my rib cage, into my abdomen, through my psoas, deep into the pelvis. I mean, I'm telling you, I felt amazing after this body work. And it was so amazing to me because I always love to look at this body and like everything is feedback. Everything is intelligent feedback. And I'm breathing while she's doing this. And I'm sitting there and I'm connecting to like, what is the deeper message here? You know, like, why am I in dire straits. And it was like, oh, honey, you forgot self-care. You forgot. And so that's also why I'm talking about this. Like, it's easy to forget. We don't want to forget. And every time we do forget, it's okay. We'll get reminded one way or another. We'll, we'll get stuck in bed. We'll catch a cold. We'll, you know, the body's going to tell us the body will sit you down until you recalibrate to some self-care. I'm going to be more intentional about this. And I hope you are too, because needing self-care 
there's nothing wrong with it. We all fall into that from time to time. There's nothing wrong with that. But what's even better is is self-care because you care so much about yourself that you can't not. Because when we're practicing self-care, there is so much power that we unleash in our lives because we are nourished. We are fully resourced and we get to go out into the world from that place. We are so full that we can't help but be the most generous, compassionate, giving forces. And I know you, you did not come here to do this game of life to half-ass it. And so self-care is so important. And one of the greatest myths, I think, of self-care is actually also the reason why we don't practice it. There is conditioning and programming that is pervasive in this culture, this corporate industrial culture that we live in will have you convinced that your value is based on what you produce. And the reality is your value is priceless. Just the fact that you exist is an absolute miracle and you are worthy. You don't need to do anything to be worthy. And I spent many hours in bed today with, you know, with my fennel and peppermint tea with fresh ginger and fresh lemon that my friend made for me that then I made again for myself later because it felt so good. And I just sat there with myself, caring, directing care to this physical body that is housing me, that carries me, that does so much for me. And your body is doing so much for you. I would hope that we come out of this command and control relationship with our bodies one that has been instigated and perpetuated by the corporate industrial complex, and that we come into true reverence with this human body and this human experience, because this is sacred. This is sacred territory. There is a whole universe going on inside of you. And when you realize that everything that's in your outer experience is a direct reflection of everything that's within you, you will be thrilled to do this work because you'll see the results. You will see the creativity. You will see the confidence. You will see the genius. You will see your ability to be generous and give. You will see new ways, new opportunities. You will see yourself flourish and thrive in every way possible. This is my wish for you. I'm so happy you're here. We are together truly unraveling, repatterning, and reprogramming a whole set of conditions that do not serve us anymore. This is the most exciting work. It's the best work of my life. I'm so honored to share it with you. I hope you'll continue to take it further with me or with anyone. Like, I just want to see you be your best, live your best. And we can only do that when we're willing to give and receive and receive and receive. Mm, This was a good one. This was one I needed. And I'm going to keep reminding myself and I'm going to keep reminding you. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of Dr. Tammy Talks. I will catch you next time, my friends. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If what you heard here was helpful, do me a favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts and give it a glowing five-star review. This allows more people to find the show and that truly helps create a better world for us all. Thanks again for being here and for being part of my community. I so appreciate you. I'm sending you all the love and all the power so you can live your best life yet. I'll connect with you again soon.